Hello and welcome to a special edition of the Estate Agents podcast. You're joined as ever by myself, Andrew Overman, and colleagues Luke St. Clair and Stephen Brown. Good morning, guys. Morning. Good morning. Um, we said it's obviously a special edition of the Estate Agents podcast today and probably not introed with the same gusto that us three normally would. And that's because um, the UK is now in a stage of pandemic with the COVID-19 coronavirus. And uh, the reason for the podcast this morning, guys, is that we have been reached out to by a number of people and indeed myself reached out to Stephen last night, who very kindly gave me 30 minutes of his time in the car. Um, because I think it is now starting to impact on our businesses. And so the idea of the podcast this morning is to record a quick half an hour to look at measures that we can put in place, things that we can still be doing, conversations that we can still be having, uh, what's right and wrong. Um, and I think, you know, Stephen, we might as well discuss you know, my faux pas yesterday because I think we don't want other people making the same mistake. Um, and also, uh, you know, from a business owner's perspective, um, cash flow, um, managing staff, managing the potential work from home scenarios. So um, this is something that will be evolving. I dare say that we'll be producing other podcasts in the uh, coming days and weeks. I think the peak is predicted to be mid-April. Um, and we are going to do our best to record remotely, uh, get content out there, share people's stories, what's working, what's not. Um, and uh, collectively as an industry, overcome what is likely to be a very difficult period which is normally a very good sales period Stephen. Yeah definitely look um, we're in uncharted territories um, it is serious um, oh Siri wants to join in as well um, it, how it, come it, you've got Siri Stephen I've got on no your way. Nokia <laughs> I know scary you've isn't done it? that accident you've actually just realized you've got Siri you've accidentally set it off obviously wow. that's the second time it's happened as well blimey didn't even know so there you go so um so yeah look it, it is serious um you know we were just talking off air about a lot of businesses that are that are suffering um so you know let's try and come up with some ideas of um making the best of a situation because i think there'll still be opportunities um, from my understanding at the moment, I'm recording this on a Saturday the 14th of March at um, about 20 to 8. Speaking to people yesterday, there are still um, sales being agreed. There are still lets being agreed. So there is still business being done. Um, but again, you know, I think there will be very soon. And I know it's changing from hour to hour. Because um, I've woken up this morning that um, mass, mass gatherings are going to be banned i think from next weekend so again you know that's a policy change um from 24 hours that what were the opportunities um we had our mastermind meeting on um wednesday and one of the things we discussed was the cv19 policy so um and i've seen a load of facebook groups um, a lot of people have now got a policy in place have now planned for it so the first thing I would say to anybody out there, you definitely need to have a plan. You definitely need to have a policy. Um, there's going to be a lot of people that are very worried and concerned, you know, especially if you're um, selling or letting a property or you've got tenants in there. You know, do I actually want to go into somebody's house? Do I want to view, pe um, view properties? Um, and I think you've, 
as an industry, we've got to understand that there is a lot of fear out there. People are very scared. And what can we do to um, reassure people that as agents, um, we've got everything in place um, to make people um, as safe as they possibly can? I think that starts with um, risk assessment. Luke, obviously you're a business owner. I've been involved in several meetings um, over the last couple of days as the situation's escalated. We've now um, produced a company-wide risk assessment for each individual area of the business, viewings, valuations, office visits, um, inspections for our, our properties. Um, so when a valuation or a viewing's booked now, um, we will ask uh, the pertinent four questions. Um, and if the valuation is not same day or the viewing is not same day, um, we will phone on the day um, and uh, again, ask those same questions. So the questions that we've turned to, um, have you or anyone uh, you've been in contact with returned from the UK, uh, to the UK from overseas in the last 14 days? Are you or anyone in your household experiencing any flu-like symptoms? Have you been in contact with anyone who's tested positive or is in the process of being tested for COVID-19 coronavirus? Um, have you or anyone in your household been either diagnosed with COVID-19 coronavirus or currently in self-isolation? So they seem to be the four key questions that um, are coming out from the NHS and the WHO guidelines. Um, we've actually gone a stage further. So with viewings and valuations, we're emailing that form out, asking for a, a sign a signature back before we will actually confirm the viewing um, and the valuation uh, can take place. Obviously, we're advising our vendors, landlords, tenants, um, and viewers of the reasons that we are um, putting those measures in place. Um, and then, as I said, on the day of, of, of the, um, the visit, whether it be a viewing and inf inspection or an appraisal, the uh, telephone call is made to uh, just go over those four questions again um, and make sure that nothing's changed since, um, since we last had that communication from the client. Luke, is there anything else we could be doing as a business in terms of risk assessment for our colleagues? Um, no, I mean, yeah, I think you've you kind of gone fit very thoroughly there, Andy. And I think also you've got to look at how you can keep those wheels turning still. Um, so look at, um, and there was a relevant post that Chris Watkin put up yesterday. Um, how can you still enable your teams to be working even if that's from home? Everyone's got an internet connection now. Um, and you can have a laptop for as little as a couple of hundred pounds um, for a decent laptop that is as well. And most agents have got mobile phones or you can supply them with even pay-as-you-go mobile phones. So as an emergency, you can uh, go out, buy a cheap pay-as-you-go mobile phone and mobilize your teams with that if they need to work from home because the, the world still needs to turn. We can't just shut up shop. Um, and I'm not suggesting that's what we're doing, but you need to plan for that in the, in, if that, um, if that eventually happens. So we, we've done that within our business. We're quite mobile. Um, and we've got laptops available with our system allows all of our next to use their mobile phones at home, um, as if they're in the office. So, um, I think contact in the office will, will slow down, but contact over the phone will probably increase. And there's never been a better time then to actually keep in touch with your database. I think there's, there's a really important point there, isn't there, Luke? Because I, I suppose as estate agents, we're one of the very few industries that has um, a pipeline of, of cash flow in the way that we do, you know, so to 
if if the country is forced into a period of work from home or self-isolation um, and businesses are forced as they are have been in Italy with the exception of uh, I think pharmacies and supermarkets to close to contain any potential outbreak um, you know we've still got to get those sales running so what should we be talking about with our suppliers I mean you know, we have to look at every eventuality. It's, we've got to progress that pipeline through, but solicitors, we need to be speaking to our key solicitors. We need to be making sure that they have contingency plans in place because it's all very well and good us going out there and reassuring our vendors and our buyers that business is, you know, it's business as usual and we, we've, we've planned for this and we can work from home and we can still progress that sale. We can still get that transaction through, um, but we, we need to ensure that the solicitors are doing the same, Stephen. Well, it's not just for solicitors. So, you know, if you've got contractors going in, so that's why I think you've got to plan every eventuality. So, you know, and look at your whole business because actually it is contractors that are going in, especially if you do um, rental business. What's going to happen with gas safety certificates? I mean, it's, you know, in a way, it's literally going through all your systems and your processes and thinking, right, where's a, where's a risk? What do we need to do um, as a business? What do we need to look at? What's our contingency? Um, you know, obviously our staff and our colleagues are incredibly important as well. Um, so, you know, there you need to look at... Um, you know what happens if schools are schools are closed i know that's that hasn't happened yet but that's going to impact loads of people in agency as well that they're not going to be able to get childcare. um they're going to have to work from home their kids are likely to be at home as well um so again these are all things that i think you need to seriously start doing it um you know this weekend um and sitting down and coming up with a proper plan and knowing um, what everybody can do. I suppose as um, business owners, literally sending out um, people, telling people, you know, again, what they need to do as well. Um, so everybody's fully aware. Um, and I think it's impossible to plan fully, isn't it? Because as we said, right at the very top of the show, the situation is changing. Yesterday, the government's position was sporting events, etc., go ahead. Obviously, we've now had the uh, cancellation or postponement of Six Nations. We've had Premier League, um, in fact, all uh, high-level football games in the UK and even grassroots in Scotland, although that's not in the UK yet, but grassroots uh, games in Scotland um, cancelled. Um, the London Marathon, as I said, postponed. And this morning, it, it sounds as though by next weekend, gatherings of more than 500, I believe, as I caught Sky News this morning, um, will be banned in the UK. So we seem to be following that line that other countries have. And at the stage of banning public events with 500 or more people, I mean, it shouldn't affect you, Stephen. Spurs could go ahead, couldn't they, with their usual attendance? <laughs> but, <laughs> but no, seriously, when it gets to that stage, uh, you, you've got to consider that school closures will be next. Now, obviously, we are coming up to the Easter holiday period for most um, depending on what part of the country you're in, whether it's a week before and a week after or two weeks before, and then the Easter Monday, you're back on the Tuesday. So it may be a time that the government will consider some kind of shutdown of schools for a longer period of time, but involve that Easter holiday. So there's minimal disruption to the children and working life. But we've, we've got a plan for it, haven't we? We've got a plan for you know, parents, as you say, to, to need to work from home. Um, and I think be a little bit more flexible. But it is, I picked up on something you said there, Stephen. 
it's a really good time to start looking at the systems and processes in your business, isn't it? I think it gives you an opportunity to actually reflect on the start of this year. Um, you know, cause I know for a lot of agents, um, it's been incredibly positive start to the year. Um, and I would also look at planning, you know, hopefully, um, this resolves itself. Um, you know, I know sadly there's going to be a lot of fatalities, um, and it's going to be incredibly challenging for loads and loads of people out there. Hopefully, um, if you look at cycles and what's happened over the years, you know, when something um, happens like this, there will be a bounce back. So are you prepared for that bounce back um, when it happens? Um, there are opportunities, you know, a lot of people are going to be at home. Um, it is, as Luke said, an, a time to um, get in touch with those people, um, build those relationships again. Um, you know, ask them. Um, what their property needs are going to be in 2020 um, once this is once this is over um, and also you know the Bank of England reduced interest rates um, to again to the lowest they've ever been so again um, it may be worth having those conversations with people about you know when was the last time you looked at your mortgage because um, there's an opportunity there to you know help people sell, save money um, just talk to people what's going on, what's happening in the property market. Um, maybe, you know, look at, look at the effects. Um, you know, if people, members of the Property Academy, I know Roger Martin Fagg has um, come out with a, what he sees as a report. Um, so again, I don't know whether Peter would be kind enough to, to share that out to everybody um, out there. But yeah, there's, um, there's, there, there's a lot that can be done. Um, you know, for um, colleagues, you know, what a great opportunity to um, expand your knowledge, um, listen to podcasts, watch YouTube videos, um, come up with your plan for the rest of the year, what you need to do. Um, but So one of the bigger planners, Stephen, is obviously our colleague on the show, Luke, um, messaging our group yesterday. Luke, I think you've gone out, purchased... Is it four Windows 10 machines? Yeah, yeah. So, um, well, it, it comes at the right time um, because um, we've got a new system that we're going to be rolling out. Um, so if they don't get used for this, then they'll get used for trading on that new system um, okay. so that it's a complete brand new CRM uh, that we're rolling out. So it's imperative that I, our colleagues now have to use it properly. So if it doesn't get used in a working home a work from home environment then it's going to get used in a training environment so um so de definitely and and they're what two i think i paid 250 pounds each for windows 10 uh decent specification lenovo laptop uh that's got webcam um it's 15 inch it's an i3 processor so it's not the cheap processors eight gigabit of RAM um, so it's it's a decent quality machine that's going to be able to most agent software is in the cloud um, your phone systems uh, VoIP or um, got that capability or worst case is you speak to your telephone operator and ask them to divert it to a mobile phone um, and like we're doing today we're doing it all on zoom so you can connect your teams via zoom and zoom is free so Zoom is free for up to 40 minutes and I think for up to 100 participants. And I know some of the other providers like Cisco are actually extending their free period um, because of this. 
so they're actually making uh maybe lowering the barriers as to that where you'd normally then have to start paying for something so you've got all of these options available to keep your team uh accountable um you if you if you're worried about your team not actually doing the work you've got pieces of software like active track that can report back upon what they're doing so if they're sitting there watching netflix when they should be working then again different um but andy i know that you use dupix that's cloud-based yeah um, yep. and you can access that through just a web browser maybe just put a phone call in or a support request in to make sure that it's not locked down based upon what's called your IP address in the office, because again, for security reasons, sometimes people do that to stop people just randomly accessing it at all hours of the day or from whatever location. So you may need to relax those kind of restrictions for the time being, um, but things can still go on those. And you'll probably find you're going to have great quality conversations with potential clients, clients that you're not spoken to in a long time. And again, it's just about reassuring them. And I know, Peter Knight's doing a, uh, a webinar with Rightmove on Monday about working from home and kind of tips and tricks and what to what to do. So keep an eye out for that. that that's, I'm sure that's going to be gold. Uh, usually is if Peter's involved, he's going to have lots of content there. Um, and Stephen, with with you, or Andy, you talked about the training YouTube podcasts. It's an ideal time to top up on the training and do it, do it as a group. You can even do it over Zoom with your colleagues. I think the important thing there, Luke, is also that, you know, people like Stephen, if, if you know, if we are forced to you know, self-isolate, you know, Stephen, you can still provide that valuable training. Now, if we are in a downtime, if we're in a, you know, a situation where we're dealing with less incoming inquiries, but we're trying to keep things afloat, trying to progress those deals, convert the pipeline, continue the cash flow, which I know is something that you want to talk about in a moment, Stephen, but we can still be educating and training our staff. Um, you know, Stephen, you can still be available at the end of a Zoom call like we're doing now. Um, you can have online training sessions. Um, and so I think that's something that's also very important for business owners. You know, whilst we're, you know, whilst we're paying people to work from home, let's make the most of that time. And if, if that time and investment is in training, if you think that you are needing to plug the gap in certain areas of the business, then reach out to people like Stephen, Julian O'Dell, Michael Day, you know, who are um, great industry trainers in, in, in their individual fields. Um, you know, Ian White, we've had on the show as well. All of those people will still be at the end of a video call. And I think that, you know, as sad as this virus is, and it will affect many, many people, we have to look at the positives. And the positives are we live in the digital age. So, you know, something like this 25 years ago before the internet would have literally shut the world down. But with what we have now and the capabilities of webcam and Zoom and, you know, like you said, Cisco and Loom and other suppliers, we have that ability to stay connected. And I think that. We, we really want to use that now and utilize it to its full potential. Luke, you talked about the practical side a moment ago. Um, and I know you're, you're quite a modest person, but you shared some really interesting stuff in our um, podcast WhatsApp group last night, which I think is absolutely gold. Can you just talk through for our audience what you're planning over this weekend, next weekend, and you know, planning into the future if we do go into some form of lockdown, how you're going to continue um, showing people property because uh, I think that's something that our peers could learn from. Yeah, no, definitely. And I can't take full credit for this um, because I, I saw a post and a video from Steve Wayne, um, a friend of the show, and I know Stephen knows uh, Steve Wayne uh, well. Um, but um, 
we all produce videos as agents or the good agents out there producing video content and that could be just an intro video from outside the house or it could be a complete video tour it could be a 3d tour um with matterport or what or other uh vendors are available but um we're doing just a little bit of a, a promotion over the weekend so saturday and sunday every half an hour we're releasing a video to so people can view from the comfort of their sofa their armchair and we can then show them around that home sometimes they're only uh, a minute video or a minute and a half videos but then nestled in between those it's, it's then all about helping support local businesses so we've got the local deli interview we've got the local dress agency that we went to go and see so again not forgetting those other local businesses that we can still help promote so today starting at 8 a.m all the way through to 5 p.m. every half an hour. So one of those videos is Simon at the deli. And that way people can get a showcase as to what the deli can offer. So that if they are able to get out, go out and support him, support those local businesses that are on your doorstep. But if, if you can't get out, then at least you know where he is for, for when things are better. But just keep, keep the interest in those properties. Again, to the vendors you're demonstrating, you're trying to do that a little bit more, promote their property so that when they're in a position to accept viewings or prepare to do viewings or the, the potential viewers are able to do it, then you can get those people around and get those properties sold. So um, again, it's just something different. Give it a try. You never know until you give it a try. Absolutely. Stephen, I know two topics that you wanted well, to... I just want to piggyback on what Luke said um, about supporting your local businesses and about um, helping your compute your community you know and i know you know obviously ollie um josh vegan ollie press has got his um m44 group and um david mintz has got his m25 group and luke's got his love ob and love clarendon and you've got um Thetha group um you know i think it's all about reassuring people and helping them and helping the community because you know as a businesses we're going to suffer class cash flow but what about all of those local businesses as well um you know everybody everybody's going to need some help and i think we all need to come together and support you know um the elderly community you know what what stuff can we do to help support um all of that um there's going to be people that um you know sadly are homeless and aren't necessarily going to get the, the support and still need for support so i think there's still plenty of things that um as agents we can do to help our community um as well you know, it's interesting you mention that Stephen. i've got neighbors next door um and uh, she's she has got underlying health issues um very poorly and she's really appreciated a knock on the door every evening when i return from work just to make sure that she's okay obviously it's not a lengthy conversation i'm not going into the house she's very concerned about transmission and people carrying any kind of thing and i do stress we've got no cases in norfolk at the moment but precaution and prevention is is um is, is what it's all about but you know there's just that little knock on the door and you know i'm going shopping is there anything i can do for you with regards to the local retailers, Stephen, um, Yavita, yesterday, my partner, um, as you know, went to our Tesco superstore. There was no rice, there was no bread, and there was no pasta. Um, 
absolutely bloody ridiculous how people are bulk buying in the way that they are because when you have got that little elderly person that maybe relies on catching the number 24 bus every Thursday to go to the supermarket and can only afford to do it once a week there's nothing there for her to buy so do check in on your neighbors and the vulnerable um, but you mentioned local businesses as well Stephen I went into a local convenience store yesterday that had a full supply of pasta a full supply of rice a full stock of bread and I said have you not been hit by the shortage everybody's going to the big supermarket so actually now as you said Stephen is a time to support your local retailers your small independent convenience stores because they still have supplies on the shelf would you believe I got hand sanitizer in a convenience store yesterday I'm not surprised, but one thing, because I know you take the mickey out of me, um, you talk about digitally stuff, we're actually going back to, you know, and actually this is important to support the elderly community who we may have seen one time or the other or helped one time or the other, you know, we've got FaceTime, we've got WhatsApp videos, you know, so if we can't physically get to them and to be honest, if I were in their shoes, I'd be scared. I wouldn't want somebody knocking on my door because um, I don't know where they've been in the nicest way. But can we use WhatsApp? Can we use FaceTime to speak to people? You know, will that bring a smile to their face? Um, I'm sure. I'm sure it will. I'm sure it'll make a difference. Now we met when you were on holiday up in Norfolk one year, Stephen. And part of your culture and your religion was that on a certain day you phone. You had to, you excused yourself to make a phone call to check in on, on somebody. Yes. I don't want to say the wrong thing I, I don't, because I, no, I don't so, want to get it. So, so basically, um, I volunteer to make calls to people that are over 75 in the community when there's a, a special event on um, just to, you know, um, see how they are um, and also to um, wish them a lovely um, celebration. Um, okay, so they, brilliant. Evolving that into our industry, we know who we've sold to. We've done the AML checks. We know their approximate age. So, is now you know I, I phoned you yesterday, and and, and it's probably uh, let's cover this off now, Stephen. I phoned you yesterday because um, I, I had a lot of negativity on the phone. Um, there was a lot of discussion about Corona, and I, I accept it's on people's minds. Um, I'm quite black and white, which means I don't. I don't see the grey sometimes, and that's a you know, that's a self criticism, that's a self awareness thing. Um, and uh, rightly or wrongly, it turns out wrongly, I decided that if the business wasn't coming in, I was going to go out and look for it, and I uh, and I went out door knocking, and and that was clearly I had two bad responses, um, and it was clearly the wrong thing to do. So if we've got any listeners out there that are thinking, you know, what can we do to drum up more business? 100% don't go door knocking. Um, but we had a conversation, Stephen, didn't we, about what what can we do in its place? That's one of the calls that you make. If you take what you know, your um, your, your, your very kind gesture um, with your um, cultural celebrations and reaching out to those people that are over seventy-five, giving them a reason to smile, um, is that something that we can be doing with our database? Yeah. Look, I've, I think let's take let's take our landlords at the moment. So there's a lot of new legislation that's coming in. Um, you've got the minimum energy efficiency standards on, on the 1st of April. You've got um, the elect electrics coming in. I think it's the 1st of July. Um, um, you've got for capital gains or you know tax, tax implications as well from April the 5th, verbal tax implications. I'm sure there's going to be some landlords out there that aren't aware of those. Um, there may be some landlords out 
that aren't aware that your competitors um, are managing those properties and aren't aware, maybe actually it's an opportunity to start asking that, is this your only property or part of a larger property and arranging a Zoom call, so not a coffee meeting, um, as, as a Zoom call to say, right, you know, why don't we go through and let's find ways of maximizing your investment. So, you know, that's going to give you an, an opportunity. Um, you know, hopefully, once all this gets resolved, you know, is this something that you're looking to do? Are you looking to um, buy again? You know, what, what are your plans? I'll be speaking to the, um, speaking to the buyers and just, you know, seeing what they're doing. Because as I said at the start, I know that there's, there's definitely not the same amount of viewings taking place. And, and both of you can confirm that um, from people speaking. But I also know that there are some very serious people out there um, that, are, uh, that are still buying. So, you know, I know you told me yesterday you, you agreed a couple of sales. Yeah, so, 100%. I, I would say 80% of the people that we've got viewing, Stephen, are buying. Okay. And that's brilliant. As I said to you yesterday, my issue is how do I reach out to that? You know, how am I replenishing that stock? As you know, I've built a model that's based on not a splatter gun approach. So I sell 80, 80, 80 85% of what I list to the market. Um, and obviously, yes, we do obtain strong fees for delivering outstanding service. But that means I work with lower stock volumes. I'm not afraid to turn away an instruction. So for me now, as I discussed quite openly with you yesterday, my issue is I don't have a lot of reserved stock that's on the market overpriced that I can now start working down in price over the next four to six weeks. I need stock um, and I need to replenish. I need that constant churn of properties. So what, what can people that are in my position be doing? To... I, th I think we've all got to understand that we are in very, um, as I said, uncharted territories. So you've got to put yourself in that vendor's shoes. So I think you've got to be very empathetic and very understanding. And I think if you're going in for the kill, um, potentially um, you're, going to be in, you're going to be in trouble. Um, you know, you're going to give the wrong impression. Um, so I'll just be having a conversation, you know, just to see if they've got any planning needs, giving them some tips and ideas to add value. Um, that's gonna, that's, that's gonna help them. Um, but you know, I've, I personally would be a little bit cautious, you know, there will be some agents out there that will be door knocking. Um, I would also say, um, you know, just, just be kind and be empathetic and put yourself in their position and understand um, that people, that people are scared. People are frightened, you know, saying that if you do have a hot buyer, you know, and I was, I would say to people, look, if somebody did come along and you felt comfortable and we met every, you know, everybody washed their hands and stuff like that, would you feel comfortable with these people coming in? Um, and if they say no, don't push it. It's always worth asking the question, isn't it? I think one of the things that we can push, Luke, before we close is also the ability, Stephen, we spoke about it yesterday, but we live in that digital world. We have access to, as you know, I use the home search reports, that you know, other versions available. I can, you know, I can appraise somebody's house from a desktop valuation. Should we now be exploring technology and you know, reaching out, doing social media videos to say, hey, look, you know, we appreciate that it's not practical for us to visit you now. 
but do you want to shoot us a WhatsApp video? Uh, just give us a show around your house, outside, inside, quick shoot, and then we'll compile a specialist report. We'll get it out to you. Obviously, it'll be subject to actually physically inspecting the property when all of this is over. But, you know, there's going to be people at home now. And when people are at home and they are either self-isolating or they're forced to work from home, they're going to start thinking about plans in the next step, you know, because the people are going to have more time on their hands, aren't they? Yeah, yeah 100%. 100%. Can I just add one thing on that? Um, just about eh, what a great opportunity to now to start doing some videos that demonstrate about adding value. You know, so look at all the, you know, 10 premium steps to achieve a premium price or whatever it is, um, how to maximize your investment. You know, this is the time, if we are in self-isolation, to start doing these things. Be prepared, be ahead of the game. Um, so that you're ready. Don't just use this time as an extended holiday. Um, use this time to prepare and get ready for hopefully a massive, massive bounce. My I think we will see that bounce. We, we definitely will see that bounce. You know, that we were all sitting there at the end of, you know, February thinking, bloody hell, this is fantastic. It's going to be a monumental year. Boom, uh, comes the news of Corona. But if, if the economists and, and the forecasters are correct, as soon as we get to that mid-April point and start seeing that sharp de decline, which is what's being predicted at the moment, we should see an equally sharp bounce back in the market. And I think we've got to be geared up and ready for it. Luke, close up. What are you going to be doing to make sure that you are ahead of that curve on the recovery? Um, well, just, I mean, you, you talk about that and I always remember what Tom Panoff says and the comeback is always greater than the setback. Um, so love that. Just you, you've just got to use your time sensibly, and like Stephen says, don't use it as an extended holiday to look at Netflix, to to look at Amazon Prime or, or what, whatever else. But use it. Tidy, tidy up your filing systems on your computers. Tidy up your notes. Tidy up. Look at how your marketing properties can can you come up with better systems and processes so that when you are then dealing with the volume when we've got that comeback that you're able to deal with more but more sustainable so are your checklists up to date or are you still using a checklist that is two years old that isn't relevant to today's market um watch those youtube videos join tom panos's gym uh, as an example if for uh, what is it 35 pounds a month or 300 pounds a year there's lots of value there but you haven't got to pay you can look at youtube look at the podcasts but just plan if you do need to have people at home, can they access your systems? Can they use the telephone or can you get them a cheap mobile phone? So at least they can still be speaking to your customers so that you don't have a total blackout. 100% can we make people productive? Now, guys, I think the, you know, the feedback that we've had on um, the Estate Agents podcast is that um, it's very real and it's, it's very timely. Um, you know, we work in the business. I'm, as a, you know, I, I run a successful branch. Luke runs a successful multi-office outfit and Stephen trains, um, so, you know, some of the, the, the best estate agents in the industry. So you know, what I'd like to say at this point is if anybody is struggling, um, and I know I speak for my colleagues here as well, if anyone is struggling, if anybody's short of ideas, if anybody needs any kind of help, reach out to us. We're all very high profile on Facebook, LinkedIn. Um, even Stephen, I saw on Insta the other day, which I was quite impressed with. But look, reach out to us. We are here to help um, and we're here to guide. And, um, you know, a, a problem shared to problem half, as they say. We will keep reporting back throughout this. 
um, to, to offer our pearls of wisdom um, and discuss any situations that we come across. Um, but we are, we are here to help. And I think the important thing Stephen said is be kind. We're in this together. Thanks, everyone, for listening to this special edition of the Estate Agents podcast. We'll be back next week with uh, a further update. Take care and be safe.